Okay, so up to Daf Samach Beis and Aleph, it was a Machlekes Beishama Beis Hillel. How many children you need to make the mitzvah peruvu? According to Beishama, it's two boys. According to Beis Hillel, it's a boy and a girl. So Beishama got it from Moshe Rabbeinu because Moshe Rabbeinu had two boys and then he separated from his wife Tzipora. So you see that he was making the mitzvah. So the Gemara says top of the line Samach Beis. So Beis Hillel nami lel from Moshe. Why doesn't Beis Hillel learn out from Moshe Rabbeinu? It's a good source. Moshe Rabbeinu is making kol terkula probably. And if he had two boys, then that's mitzvah. The answer is no. The answer is Moshe Rabbeinu was a rare exception. The truth is, it was not Mekayim the mitzvah peruvu with two boys, but Moshe Rabbeinu had to separate to be with the shechina. It was what we call a, uh, a hirasha. It was a, a um, an extreme circumstance. But it's not. It's not like he was Mekayim the mitzvah. He says now I'm going to separate. He had to separate from his wife, even with or without Mekayim the mitzvah. How do I know this? Detanya. Shloishadvarim is a very famous Gemara. Gemara and Shabbos. Shloishadvarim also Moshe Medayit. The three decisions that Moshe Rabbeinu made on his own. The schema daitel das hamokum, but Hakadosh Baruch Hu just started. Daf samach beis meralf. The schema daitel das hamokum. There are three things that Moshe Rabbeinu decided on his own, and Hashem signed off on it afterwards. The first one is Pirish Isha, he separated from Tzipora. The second one is Shibra Haluchais, he destroyed the Luchais. And the third one is Hosef he added a day before Mount Tyrech. Hashem said to prepare for two days, and he added a third day. So let's go through each one. Pirish Isha, he separated from his wife, and now we're saying, according to Beis Hillel, he was not Mekayim the Mitzvah Peruvu because he only had two boys, but he still separated from his wife because he felt that was the Ratzon Hashem. How did he know this? My Darish, where did he get it from? That he should uh, separate from his wife. So Omer, Uma Yisrael Shle Dibri Mom Shrinal Fisha. Hashem, when he spoke to Kla Yisrael Harsinai, the Kavalhem's man, it was a set time and it was a one time deal. Omer Taira, Al Tikshu Alisha, they had to separate from their wives to be Roy. Anishim Yuchalidibor, Bechol Shavishav, like Kavali's man, Alachas Kama Vakama says, Moshe Rabbeinu, I don't have a set time to talk to Hashem. I talk to Hashem whenever he'd like. So I always have to be on the level of Tahara of not being with my wife. And that was his Cheshman, so that's why he separated. Not for him. Happened. Not for him. But how could he... He is the exception. But how did he know he was the Because he darshaned, because he darshaned from this Pasuk. No, because he, he darshaned from... No, because he darshaned from this Pasuk that the, 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 the Tahara level is required of him means he has to separate from his wife. And if that means not Peruvu, so be it. Well, that's why it was a, it was a Chiddush. But Hashem signed off on it. You're right, it was, listen, if it was clear, if it was Pasha, then it wouldn't be, a, you know, a Chiddush of Moshe Rabbeinu. And the Gemara says, Hiskima daitil, das hamakam, Hashem signed off in the Shnemar, leich emer lehem shuv lechem lo elechem, v'ata po'yim o'yimamadi. Hashem said after Hasina, everyone else go back, go home, but you stay with me. That was Hashem's way of saying, I agree with what you did. The second thing that he did was Shibra Saluchai. He destroyed the Lucha. He's my daughter, a very famous Gemara. He says, Uma Pesach Shuachan, the Halacha is that if you're a renegade person, let's say you do have a Dezara or you have no Brismila, you're not allowed to eat from the carbon Pesach. And that's just one of the 613. And still, if you do have a Dezara, you can't eat from the carbon Pesach. I want to give the Torah to the Jewish people. I want to give them the Luchais. And they just did Avodazara with the Egel. Of course they're not Roy. So he destroyed it. Meaning if, if a Jew can't perform the Karim Pesach if he does Avodazara, then I'm expected to give the entire Klal Yisrael who all just did Avodazara all of the Torah. Of course not. So Shibra Saluchais. And Hashem signed off on it. Dechsev, it says Asher Shibarta, that which you broke the luchos. Asher is Yasher Koyach. Meaning, good job. And the last thing that he did was Hosef Yomechad Midaita. 
that Moshe Rabbeinu added one day, Midaita, he added one day of his own thoughts. My Dorish, Tersivi Kidashtem Hayoimu Machar, Hayoim Kimachar, Ma Machar Laila Imayaf, Hayoim Laime Eloi, Velaila Inanofigle, Shmamina, Shayoim Labarme Edna. Hashem said, let's say it's Monday morning, Hashem said, get them ready for two days, Monday and Tuesday, and then Wednesday they'll be ready, right? Hayoimu Machar. He understood that just like tomorrow is a full 24-hour period, that means when Hashem says Hayoim, He also wants a 24-hour period. So if Hashem says, get ready on Monday for two days, you say, okay, Monday and Tuesday, get ready Wednesday. They says, no. If tomorrow is 24 hours, that means that He wants today 24 hours also. It means Monday doesn't count. So it's Tuesday and Wednesday, the Mantar on Thursday. That was how much Rabbeinu added a day, because He understood that when Hashem said Hayoimu Machar, that I want you to get ready for today and tomorrow, it means two 24-hour periods. Not today and tomorrow, two 24-hour periods. Well, I guess he, he realized that they got to 48. I guess he, well, that wouldn't be a cheshben on its own, meaning, but, but, but that's what he did. So he, hayoim kimachar, just like today, just like tomorrow is 24 hours, so to today has to be 24 hours, so he added a full day. Yeah. And the Gemara says that Hashem signed off on it. How do we know that Hashem signed off on it? Because Hashem only came down on the day that Moshe Rabbeinu uh, thought it would be. Okay, Tanya, halfway through the Ovid. Rav Nosan Oimer. So what's Beishameh Shita for Peruvu? You have to have two boys. Rav Nosan has a different version. He says, no. You need two boys and two girls. You need four children to make a Peruvu according to Beishameh. Two boys, two girls. says, no, boy and a girl. So according to this version of Beishamai, it's two boys, two girls. Where do they get this from? So the Gemara says, Where does Beishamai get this from? That it's two boys, two girls. Because the Pesach, the extra S by S Hevel, S Kayin, tells you, the Medrash says, that they were born that were born with a sister. So you mean Hevel and Kayin is two boys, two girls. Yeah? The Pesach says that when Hevel kill, when Kayin killed Hevel, the Pesach says... The Pesach says that when she got chase, she says, oh, now I replaced Hevel. So you'll, on the Pesach chat, you're like, oh, it's a thank you, Hashem, that I have another child. Beishamai understood that means for Puravu purposes. There were two boys, two girls, right? Killed, or Kizkayin and Hevel were born with two sisters. It's two boys, two girls. Mekayin the mitzvah. Kayin kills Hevel, so now you're missing a kid. So all of a sudden, you have Shays. Oh, Baruch Hashem, we're back to Puravu. Yeah, we're going to see the next Ahmed, uh, according to many opinions. <coughs> if you lose one of the children, you lose the Mitzvah Puravu. Really? Yeah, the, the, the Mitzvah Puravu is to have a boy and a girl. If, if they don't survive before having children, you're not Mekayim the Mitzvah Puravu, according to... to, to right? So according to him, it's two and two. Uh, you know. So the point is, so that, that, that's his Cheshman. So when, 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 uh, when Chava said that I, I have um, um, Shase to replace Hevel, she meant to replace for the Mitzvah Puravu. That's what Beishamai says. So the Gemara says, Rabbanan, the Rabbanan who feel you don't have to have two boys and two girls, so there's no, the Mekayim Mitzvah Puravu way, way earlier. So the answer is, she's not saying to replace regarding Puravu. She's just saying, Baruch Hashem, I have another kid. That, to replace, in colloquial terms, the child that I lost. Tani Idach, another version. According to this version, Basil holds you don't need a boy and a girl, just either one, a boy or a girl, to make the Mitzvah Puravu. So the Gemara says, 
Where does Basil get this from that it's a boy or a girl? Because the Pasuk says, Hashem did not create the world to be empty. As long as you populate the world in any way, what do I care if it's a boy or a girl? Here's a Shiloh. You had kids when you were a guy, and then you converted. Do those kids count for peruvu? Let's say they converted also. So, the Gemara says it's a machlekes. Rabbi Yechon Amar Kayim Peruvu, Rabbi Yechon Amar Kayim Peruvu, Rabbi Yechon says you make Kayim the Mitzvah, you had kids, right? You had kids, you brought kids into the world, especially if they all converted, why not? Rishalakis says, no, the second you convert, it, it's a new chapter. You have no shaykhis to your previous life, and therefore, how could you make the prince of Peruvu? So you have whether if you convert, you make the prince of Peruvu. Huh? Yeah, Rishalakish, it's, uh, it's interesting. Yeah, Rishalakish, if you wanted to make a share about this, Rishalakish's whole thing is he was a Baltruva, you have to sort of have to. You have to forget your old your old life. And when he was reminded by Rav Yechonon of his old life, and Rav Yechonon, it's actually interesting, Rav Yechonon reminded it in a good way, because he was using it for Torah. Rishakish got very upset, and it led to his death. That's actually very interesting. Remind me after, I'll look into that. Yes, he spoke about it last week. That's why I remember. Oh, did he? Not the death part, but the, how they hold. Really? Yeah. This is recent? Last week. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. So that's one machlaikis, between Rav Yechonon and when you converted. So the Gemara says there's another machlaikis, that's Lishitaso, which is, if you had children when you were a guy, and then you convert, then you have another child that's a Jew, who's the Bechar for um, inheritance? Is it the first kid, or the new kid? Say Machlekes. Rav Yechanan holds, you're not Mekayim Peruvu with the old kids, they hold that the first one's the Bechar. Rish Lakish holds, nah, it's the, the new kid's the Bechar. It's the same Machlekes. The Gemara says, You had children when you were a guy, and you converted. Who's the Bechar? Rav Yechon says that the new kid's not the Bechar, it's the first kid. The first kid that you had. You already had the first Bechar. He says, no, when you convert, it starts a new chapter of your life. So the new child is the Bechar. So the question is, why do you need both? So the Gemara says, the Chiddush of Rav Yechanan is like this. Rav Yechanan said the Mekayim <coughs> when you had a kid, when you were a guy. Goyim are also obligated to have children, right? Peruvu was said to Noyach. So you might think that because Goyim are included in the Indian of population, it makes sense why Mekayim Mitzvah. But regarding double Bechar, that the concept of inheritance, Goyim are not included in these laws of inheritance. So you might think that Rav Yechanan would say he would be Maida to Rish Lakish. And when it comes to inheritance, it, 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 start a new chapter. That's why it's a chiddush. And the Gemara says, and that's why you need both for Rishlakish, because you wouldn't know if Rishlakish is Maidit or Rishlakish. Okay. So there's a machlaikis whether you're Makayim Mitzvah Peruvu when you had a kid as a guy and then you converted. Goyim are also in the Mitzvah Peruvu. Well, it's not that they're Mitzvah. I mean, the, the, the Mitzvah was given before, it was given to Goyim also, it was given to Noyach, right? Paragravu Vishitsu Saaretz. So it's not like something that's like, it's not an exclusively Jewish concept. It might be that we're obligated, but it's not like, it's not foreign to Goyim, that's the point. So you might think that Rav Yechonon, that's why he considers it a mitzvah peruvu when you had Goyim, because at least they're uh, nichla on the Indian. 
but but like Nachla, no shaykes to them. But it's not part of the seven lachet No, it's not. But but as I, it's not a mitzvah for them, but it's it's something that they're at least they've had some connection to. It's a little bit. Uh, yeah. Now the Gemara says a kasha. Now, the kasha is, it says Baladan ben Baladan. This is a guy, and it says he's the son of a guy. Oh, so you see that Goyim can have children, and they can have a yachas to those children. So that's a kasha. Rishlokish says, Rishlokish is saying that when you're, the children you had when a guy are gone, what do you mean? It says Baladan ben Baladan. You see that Goyim can have children, and those children can be connected to their parents. So if a child can be connected to their parents, why can't you make a mitzvah per through that child? Is this the only place in No, it's one of the few places. It comes up. It doesn't say Goyim's name is the son of? No, so that's the Gemara's kash. And the is going to be very obvious, which is when they're Goyim, of course, they're connected. But once you convert, you but cut that off. Exactly. Meaning he was saying that the fact that you see that Goyim are connected to their children, so why can't a Makayim that's a Peru when I had a guy? And the answer is quite obvious, because they were, they're both Goyim. Once one converts, it's a new chapter. That's the Gemara's answer. The Gemara answers... Yeah, well, I agree that they're they are connected to their parents when they're goyim, but nizgairu once one of them converts, then there's no connection. Rav, Rav says this whole concept that you could have a child and the child is connected to the father even by goyim is not true for slaves. The children of slaves have no shaykhs. they have no yachas to their parents. How do I know this? Because it says The Gemara Darshins that a slave is compared to a donkey and just like animals don't have any shaykhs uh, to their kids so to slaves don't have any connection to their children from a halachic perspective. Now the Gemara says is it true that slaves don't have any connection to their kids but isn't there a Pasuk Meisvei The Pasuk says Tziva had 15 he was a, he had slaves and they had 15 kids. Oh! So you see that slaves can have children. So the Gemara answers, Kipar ben Bakar. It also says regarding a cow, Par ben Bakar. What's the answer? It just means the offspring. It doesn't mean they actually have connection. It just means the offspring. So slaves also have an offspring. Ihachi, oh. So if you're telling me that when it says a child in the Pasuk, it just means offspring, it doesn't mean any connection. Before, we had a raya from Baladan ben Baladan. And we said, oh, no, when they're Goyim, they have a Shaykhis. How do you know? Maybe that was just Kipar ben Bakar. Meaning, before we said Baladan ben Baladan, yeah, when they're all Goyim, they have a, they have a Yichus. How do you know? Maybe now that you're telling me that sometimes the Pasuk will just call it like Par ben Bakr, just like an animal has offspring, maybe that Pasuk before is also just mean offspring. So the Gemara says, Shani I'll tell you how I know it actually meant Yichus, because over there it said names. Par ben Bakr, like when it says, if it said a slave has 15 children, no names, that just means offspring. But if it says Baladan ben Baladan, the fact that the Pasuk actually used names, it means they're more than just slaves. Or Ibai is saying, another source that Goyim have a connection when they're still Goyim, more so than slaves, is there's another Pasuk that actually describes a guy by his son and his grandson. So three generations. The Torah would not do three generations if it was just offspring. This is a different Pasuk. That's three generations of Goyim. So if it has three generations, it's definitely not just um, offspring. Itmar. 
I'm just running through the daf a little bit quicker. Um, first of all, just because it's not that hard, but also because I just wanted to clarify because they're they're going to come down soon when they're done davening. They're going to have a Dunkin' uh, breakfast here, and I want to give them enough time to set up. But if I'm going too quick, please let me know. Okay, it's not. It doesn't seem that difficult. Let's say you had children and the children died. Are you mekayim the mitzvah So it's a machlekes. Rav Huna mekayim peruvu. Rav Huna says you mekayim the mitzvah peruvu. Rishlokish amar loykayim peruvu. Rav Asi was it? Rav Yechonah amar loykayim. You're not mekayim the mitzvah. It's machlekes Rav Huna and Rav Yechonah. Rav Huna mekayim. The question: Why you mekayim the mitzvah? The whole point of peruvu is to have children. The children died. So how you mekayim the mitzvah? He says, I'll tell you why. Mishum de Ravasi. It's based on the teaching of Ravasi. Dom Ravasi. Ein ben David ba atchiyichlu kol neshama shebaguf. Mashiach will only come when enough souls come into the ex- existence. That for every child that you have, even if the children die, you accomplish something because that was another soul that came down. Mashiach will only come when enough souls come in. No. Truth. Yeah. So he's saying that even though the children died, you accomplished something. What did you accomplish? The answer is more souls came into the world. And for that, for that alone. The whole purpose is to populate the world. They didn't populate them. So it's a machlekes with the Mekayim Mitzvah Peruvu. Mesa, have a kasha, go to the next page. The rule is that grandchildren are like children. Now, what does this mean? What this means is if a child passes away, let's say you have a boy and a girl. And then the girl dies, but she had a daughter. So you have a son and a granddaughter. You still makayim mitzvah peruvu. That's what that means. Ah, but what do you see? You see that if the children die, you're not not makayim the mitzvah. Meaning you dafki. It's only because you have a grandchild. But if you didn't have a grandchild, you wouldn't makayim the mitzvah. So you see that that if someone dies, you lose the mitzvah, and you're only makayim the mitzvah because you had a grandchild. But if you didn't have a grandchild, you wouldn't makayim the mitzvah. Meaning, let's say both kids die, no mitzvah. That's what means bonim harim kibonim. The Gemara says, so that's a raya, that if one of the children died, you're not Mekayim the Mitzvah. You're only Mekayim the Mitzvah because you have a grandchild. If you didn't have a grandchild, right? So the Gemara says, no. Kitani Eila Hashlam. The Gemara says, no. Bonim Harein Kibonim does not mean what you think. If you had children and they died, you're Mekayim the Mitzvah. So what does it mean you have a grandchild? So why do you ever need grandchildren? Right? If you have children and they died, you don't need grandchildren. The case is, what if you just had a son and that son had a daughter? So you never had a boy and a girl, you just had a son. See, Mekayim the Mitzvah through your granddaughter. Meaning, if you had a son and a daughter and they died, you're Mekayim the Mitzvah. You don't need the daughter to have a child. What if you just had a son? See, not Mekayim the Mitzvah. But that son had a daughter. So you have a son and a granddaughter, you're Mekayim the Mitzvah. That's what the Gemara says. That's what it means. The problem is, that's not what it means. That's not what it means. The problem is, that's not what it means. Because the Brisa says, the Gemara says, The Gemara says, the Brisa clearly states that the purpose of Bein Banim and Kibanim is that if a child dies, you're not Mekayim the Mitzvah. So if you lose a child, and that child had a child, meaning so you had a boy and a girl, if one of them dies, you're not Mekayim the Mitzvah. But if the boy that do- died had a son, so you have a daughter and a grandson, you're Mekayim the Mitzvah. So it's not like we said before that you had one son and then he had a daughter. That's not Mekayim the Mitzvah. It's that if you had a boy and a girl and you lost a child, you're not Mekayim the Mitzvah. So how are you Mekayim the Mitzvah? If that child that passed away had a child, so you still have, you know, you have a boy and a granddaughter, oh, you're Mekayim the Mitzvah. That's why, why is something be confused with science? Because you have to have a boy and a girl to Mekayim the Mitzvah. No, but you just said that if you have a son and, uh, and a daughter and your son dies, if, the do- if he has a daughter, then it is Mekayim the Mitzvah, right? Yeah. That's one line. 
What, what would you like? What's the alternative? Whatever, we're going to talk a little about it. Tiyofta de Ravuna Tiyofta. So this is not like Ravuna Tiyofta. Now, the Gemara says like this. I, I don't know why. I, I, I sort of, if I was thinking about it, I get where Abai is coming from. Abai is saying like this. Right now we're having a concept, right? If you have a boy and a girl, and one of them dies, you're not Makai the Mitzvah. But if that child had a child, you're Makai the Mitzvah. The Gemara assumes that you have to have a boy at the end of it. Because the Makai the Mitzvah approval, you have to have a boy, because L'Shav Zitzar means to populate the world, and men populate. So you need a boy. So that means if you have a boy and a girl, and the boy dies, but the boy had a boy, Makai the Mitzvah. Boy and a girl, the girl dies, and the girl had a boy or a girl. So you have a son and a grandson, Makai the Mitzvah. Son and granddaughter, Makai the Mitzvah. What if you have a daughter and a granddaughter? So you have a boy and a girl. The boy dies, but he only had a, da- a daughter. So you have a, a daughter and a granddaughter. Abaya felt you're not Makai the Mitzvah that way. Meaning it's not enough to have a child and a grandchild. It has to be that there's a male offspring still existing. So the Gemara says, Savar Abaya thought that Bralabra, Bartalabarta, Kolshkin Bralabarta, Avabartalabra loy. If you have a daughter and the son who died had a daughter, so you have a daughter and a granddaughter, loy. You're not Makai the Mitzvah because you need to have a, a, child, a male offspring left. But the Gemara rejects it. The Gemara says, No, Amrle Rava, Lashavis Yitzarbin, as long as you populate the world, what do I care? You had a boy and a girl, and they're continuing the lane, the, 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 the chain. What do I care? You know, it doesn't matter. Okay. Ah, the Kuliyamamiyas, Tremichad Loy. Everyone agrees that if you have a boy and a girl, we're saying that if one of the kids died, but they had a child, the Makai the Mitzvah. What if you have a boy and a girl, they both die, but one of them had twins? So you don't have a child from both sides. Mm-hmm. Both children died, but one of them had five kids. Are you Makai the Mitzvah? The Gemara says, no. Everyone agrees you're not Makai the Mitzvah. Meaning, you're only Makai the Mitzvah if you have a boy and a girl, and each one that died had its own offspring, so each chain is continuing. But if you have a boy and a girl, and they both die, but one of them happened to have five kids, you're not Makai the Mitzvah. Because one half of it is cut off. That's the Gemara says. Okay. Now here's the problem. That's fine. Okay, that could be. Here's the problem. Rosheshus had this situation where he had a son and a daughter and both died. And he had one of them had multiple children. And they said, They told Rosheshus after he lost his wife, you should remarry and have more kids. B'nei my, my grandchildren count. Now, the case of Rav Sheshis was Mamish, this case, where both kids died, and one of the kids had multiple children. So he said, I'm a kind of through the multiple children. Oh, I thought you're not a kind of mitzvah the way, so why is Rav Sheshis saying it? So the Gemara says, Hasam This Mitzis, I don't believe, exists anymore. There was a Mitzis in the times of the Gemara. Um, it happened, so the, the Maritzchias famously said that the bodies have changed. That if you don't go to the bathroom um, for a long time, right, it can get you ill. I think it's called uromycetosis, I believe. I think. Uromycetosis. I'll tell you after it's how I know. So, um, the Gemara had a metzias that if you don't go to the bathroom, you could become sterile. I don't know whether that's a thing anymore. Um, but anyway, that happened to Rav Sheshes did not go leave the shear of Ravuna. Ravuna was giving a very, very long shear, and Rav needed the bathroom, but he didn't want to embarrass him by getting up, and he became sterile. So he couldn't have more kids. So when he said, my grandkids are Mekai in the Mitzvah, 
he didn't actually mean that. He he just couldn't he couldn't have children anyway. So that was his way of just trying to save uh, you know having a little dignity. But um, but it came out, I guess it came out. So the, never had any children? After no after after he lost the kids after he lost his kids he couldn't have more children anymore. So when they said you should get another mitzvah, kind of mitzvah, he said no I have grandkids ah, I have grandkids he couldn't have children anyway. So he was just sort of pushing them away. The Gemara says. Okay, Minoha Milsa, How do I know that a grandchild can become the mitzvah? How do I know a grandchild is like a child? So the Gemara says, Well, Well, love one said, Those grandkids are mine. <laughs> right? The problem is, first, you bring a rise from love one. He said, He also said that the sheep is mine and the sheep was not his. So what's the answer? The answer is, He was just saying that I'm responsible for all this because you purchased it for me. So you also purchased your wives from me. So it's not, Lavan was not actually saying that the grandkids are my children. He was just saying that I, it's all my, my doing. So that's not a riot. So the Gemara says, rather, um, I, I, I've looked at this a couple of times. I don't fully know the Matthias of what was going on just because I'm not good at Nach or other things, but I'll read you what it says. Chetzron lived with the daughter of Mechir. Now, the daughter of Mechir was from Menashe. Chetzron was from Yehuda. Chetzron lived with Mechir, and she had Seguv, Ub-Ksiv, and it says, B'nai Mechir, the children of Mechir, who again was from Menashe, Yardu Mechaikakim. They eventually became law, lawyers. Uksiv Yehuda Mechaikaki, and the lawyers eventually got to Yehuda. So how do you have children from Menashe eventually becoming Yehuda? It must be because one of the parents was from Yehuda, so it was like a boy and a girl, they're both married, one's from Yehuda, one's from Menashe, and it says eventually they're from Yehuda, so you see that b'nei banim kibanim, that the grandchildren who are actually from Menashe are counted as from Yehuda because grandchildren are like their grandfather. I, 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 I'm not good with the names, I've looked at it a couple times, that's the best I can do. Let's go right there. Okay, Masnisan, our Mishnah, is the love of Yeshua. Our mission is not like Rav Yeshua. Now, our mission has said that even if you have children, you're not allowed to get divorced, but you don't have to have children anymore. I mean, once you become its approval, you could stop having children. Again, that doesn't mean you can use birth control. It just means you could stop living with your wife. Now, that's not like Rav Yeshua. Why? Because Rav Yeshua said, the time of Yeshua, Oymer, Nasa Adam Isha Bialdusa. If you had children when you're younger, Isha Isha Bialdusa. Have more children when you get older. More children when you get older. Why? Shinemar. Don't stop when you get old. You don't know which one's going to be the evil one. Right? So you had kids when you're younger, maybe they're the evil ones. You've got to have more kids when you're older, maybe they'll be the good ones. So you see, our mission's not like that. <laughs> or some people's locks. The older <laughs> ones are also going to be evil, but you have as many kids as you can, so you see that our mission's not like Rabbi Yeshua. Meaning, and, and or, or even if one's not better than the other, but together, it'll it'll make a it'll make a, a, a you know a Brady Bunch situation. Rav Akiva says Lama Tari has a different shot, and this is very very apropos for our time period. Rav Akiva says Lama Adam If you learn Tari when you're younger, keep teaching Tari when you're older. Don't give up. And he lived it. Why? Because Rav Akiva lost 24,000 students in this time period. Rav Akiva had 24,000 students. 
Megeves Arantifris, the Kulan Meisubi Paragachavi all died in one time period, initially Nagu Kavid Zebazeb, because they didn't respect each other. But Ailam Shame, and the world of Tyra was empty, at Shabara Vakivis or Avisan until Lag Boimer, where Vakiva gathered new students together, Vishanilham, and who are those five students? Or Meir, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Lesben, or Shemua, and they are the source of all of Tyra Shabalpeh. I believe the Chassam Sever, Zelik used to say over the Chassam Sever, that we do not have any. Maybe it's from Rabbi Yaakov, I don't remember. It's from, I don't know. Rizalik used to say it over. Huh? No, I know, but I don't, I don't know. He got it from some. I thought he got it from some server. That not one teaching of all of Teresh Valpeh is from those 24,000 students. Because because he said that his vote was someone who doesn't have respect for another another person, you can't learn Teresh from such a person. So all of the Teresh of Akiva lived it. That, they, that he lost all his students, but he, he rebuilt. The Gemara continues. They all died between Pesach and Shavuos. It's a shaila of did they die for the first 33 days or did they die throughout? Are we commemorating the days that they died or are we just picking 33 days because they died throughout? It's very negeya, Ramayisha Zachuva, about are you allowed to change from the first half to the second half? It's a whole negeya thing. They all died in a terrible way. They died from Askara, which of Yaakov Hillel uh, gave a shear during COVID. Askara was a plague that caused the throat to swell. He couldn't breathe. Uh, COVID affected the ability to breathe as well. Same time period. So he felt that it was maybe we should, we should try to have respect for each other. Right. The Gemara continues. Amr of Masa, Halach of Yeshua. The Halach of of Yeshua. Amr of Tancham Rochiloi. Kaladim Shein Leisha, run through this is the mitzvah of getting married. Kaladim Shein Leisha, if you don't get married, if you don't have a wife, Shar Blay Simcha, Blay Bracha, Blay Taiva, right? There's no Simcha, there's no Bracha, there's no Taiva. Blay Simcha, there's Siva Samachta. These are all psukim that connect these attributes to marriage. It says, Visamachta Ata Beisecha. Everyone who's been to a Sheva Bracha has heard these Gemaras. Blay Bracha, Dirsiv, Laniach Bracha, Beisecha. And Blay Taiva, Dirsiv, Blay Taiva, Yasad Mlavada. It's not good to be alone. My Rabbi Omri, they add Nerzi Sol, Blay Taira, Blay Chaima. You don't have Taira, you don't have a wall, because the wall protects you from a rias, from thoughts. Blay Taira, Dirsiv, Hemein Zerasi, Bitesheya, the wife surrounds the husband like a wall trapped no no a protective wall no no, no, no. I, just, I, I just did that for you guys I was just looking at you I was waiting for Gavin to say it I was like I'll, 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 I'll skip ahead what are we talking about? yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay I'm Ravi Shuman Levi we'll just finish up the daf we'll get to the two dots I'm Ravi Shuman Levi Chayv Adam Lifka Desishtay B'Shashu Yaitu L'Derech Oh no, sorry, I skipped the line. I'm Rabbi Shmuel Levi. Call Yedei Be'isha Shiyir Shemayim. Anyone who knows his wife is a Yari Shemayim ve'ne Poikta and doesn't live with her at the proper time, Nikra Chayit is called a sinner. Shenem Rabbi Yadata Kishan Melech. Now, um, the, the Shaila some Rishonim have is why, why if your wife's a Yari Shemayim, you have a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah I know. It's a Yari Shemayim. So, so some say because even if if the wife doesn't indicate that she has an interest being the husband, if she's a Yari Shemayim, the Miri says, it could be that the, the, she's just being incredibly tsenua. So you have to, if the Mekayim a Mitzvah, don't, don't, you know, put it on her. The halach is that before a person travels, he has to be with his wife, because there's, you're not going to be with her for a while, and she has a desire, so you should be with your wife before you travel. The Gemara says, Isn't there a different passage that tells us? That a wife desires the husband when he leaves. The question is, it's, there's two sources for it. So the Gemara answers, Now, this is a big shaila in the Rishayinim. Samach Levesta 
means that there's a time period when the woman normally sees blood, you have to separate that day. So let's say that she normally sees the night of the 15th every month. So you can't be on the night of the 15th, even if she hasn't seen anything today, because it's, it's too close. It's a shaila in the Rishonim, whether that's an Isidar Raisa, whether that's a, a fence that's a biblical fence or a rabbinic fence. According to many Rishonim, it's biblical. What the Gemara is now saying over here, that if you're traveling, you could be with her on the night of the Vesta, close to the Vesta, you're allowed to be with her. And many Rishonim ask, why would we override an Isidar Raisa for traveling? So that's why many Rishonim say, it's actually just an Isidar I'm sorry? It must be an Isidar Abonon. So Chazal waved the Isidar Abonon if you're traveling. But there's a, a big to do in the Rishonim about the Sugya. Again, it's not for now. Let's go back. Let's finish up the daf. And how much is the close to the time period where you have to separate normally, but you'd be allowed to be with her if you're traveling? I know as a time period, meaning 24 hours. And by the way, you only have to be with your wife if you're traveling for a shus. But if you're traveling for a mitzvah, let's say a person is traveling to Pidyan Shvuyim, whatever, to get someone out. His soul, mind is so Isaac in the mitzvah, he's not obligated. It's like sort of Isaac in the mitzvah, put him in a mitzvah. Let's just finish up. Someone who loves his wife like his, uh, like his own self, meaning he respects her like himself. But he honors her more, meaning he loves her like himself, but he honors her more than himself. And someone who teaches his children to go on the proper path. And someone who marries off the daughters close to the right age, because to avoid and men also. That's why they wanted to push marriage earlier, because they wanted to avoid Averis. So Allah is all of Akasovim is such a person who does all this. There's peace in his tent. Last one. Someone who loves his neighbors. The Makarvis Kraivov and is close to his 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 friends. And if you marry your niece, by the way, so this is it was a mitzvah to marry your niece. You say, okay. Rebbe's, it, was a, it was a big zach to marry your niece, Basa Choyse, the daughter of your, 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 uh, your sister's daughter. Um, the reason why that's Negea is because when Rav Yehuda Chosid, I've spoken about this many times, Rav Yehuda Chosid wrote his tzava, many of them are very controversial, and there's a big shaila of do we follow his tzava or not. Uh, it's Negea, most of them are marriage-related. The two that people know about that are not marriage-related is getting haircuts on Rosh Chodesh and closing up windows. Those are the, the you know... Um, so the Noid Behuda used to say that the Tzavasar Bidhasa was not meant for public consumption, it was meant for his family. He said, I'll prove it to you. One of the Tzavasar Bidhasa is not to marry your niece. He says, and if you do, terrible things. The Gemara says, if you marry your niece, it's considered a very positive thing. So he says, how could Rabbi Dechaz go against the Gemara? So he says, Dechaz, it was a tzavah for his family. You want to have a tzavah for your family? You want to tell them to, okay, that's fine. But not for Klal Yisrael. That was another view. This is one of the rise. Anyway. And someone who lends out money for a poor person when he needs it. All of a kasavah. I will stop you. Yeah.